Welcome to another episode of Breakfast with Izzy. Today I'd like to talk to you about coercive control within a dating or living with or married to situation. So there's a lot of things that can happen and sometimes you can be travelling along and you don't know, like you're not totally happy but uh, you know, the way the relationship goes, you know, it's got its what you believe to be its normal ebbs and flows of what a relationship is. And quite often you're in an abusive relationship. And I know that sounds really, that might sound weird to you or it might not. So hang in with me and I'll take you through three or four different things that I found myself in when I was in an abusive relationship. And then I'm going to tell you three things of what a healthy relationship would look like in those same circumstances. Okay, if you find that the person you are married to, living with in a de facto relationship, or even in a friendship, I've had friendships like this too, and also dating someone like this where they message you 15 times a day or call you 15 times a day to find out where you've been and they can also do the opposite they can stonewall you and completely ignore you (coughs) excuse me so you know both behaviors are not normal you know, you and you give your them excuses. Oh, it's because he's, they are being protective. Oh, it's because they love me so much. Um, you find that um, you haven't really noticed it, or they can be blatant about it. Uh, they stop you from seeing your friends and family. Uh, he's just a little bit possessive and. He needs me or they need me or he wants me around all the time or she wants me around all the time. You know, that's the thing. I, I'm talking about lesbian and LGBTQI community, community domestic violence. This happens to straight men as well. And I'm not taking away from what happens to women at all, but... I have met at least two men when I was in uh, the backpackers, uh, when I was, you know, on my knees. Um, And these men had gone through the same thing I had. Um, And that cannot... We need to talk about that too. But right now I'm talking about, you know, being in a queer relationship. Um, You know, they may also... um, Call you stupid, dirty, greedy, lazy, useless, and a myriad of other names. And you know what I said to myself? Well, that's true. I am overweight. Um, I did eat all that, you know, finish off all of that. Uh, And then I changed my behaviour to make that person happy. I was only eating when they ate. Because I found that when I did that, they didn't say anything about my eating. 
I would smoke cigarettes and drink coffee. That's what I did. Um, I've since given up smoking, but these are the things that they do to belittle you, to get you under their psychological control. So you might go to a family event with them, not with your family but theirs, or it could be with yours, um, and they might belittle you in front of their friends and family to make themselves feel better. I don't, I don't actually know why they do it, but it's, it's humiliating when they do. Um, I, I didn't necessarily go through that. I, I, had, I got ignored when we went to a social outing. Uh, that only happened once or twice. So stonewalling, uh, the moment I moved in, I got stonewalled for about six weeks. I got completely ignored. It was the most bizarre behaviour I've ever come across. Okay, so this is not normal behaviour. This is, and now listen to me again, this is not normal behaviour. And none of this is your fault either. They are controlling you. They are abusing your human rights to be free. You have a lot of rights within the human right uh, law and they are violating that. They are abusing your right to be a free human being. I'm not going to get into the ins and outs of what a free human being looks like. That's not what I'm here for. I'm here to show you the signs of what a abnormal, abusive, toxic relationship is. And that you deserve to have a healthy, happy relationship. So let's pivot that. Let's turn that. Let's flip that around. Okay, so what is a healthy relationship? When I was going through my healing, I thought, okay, you've fucked it in every way you possibly can. You've made every bad decision you possibly could. So what is it that you really, really want in a relationship? And I sat down and I went, I want a calm, loving, peaceful, joyous, supportive, encouraging relationship and a myriad of other things open and honest transparent all of those things and I wrote them down and I wrote them down I went through a stage where I wrote down everything I wanted in my next partner every day for about three weeks and then I wrote it down one more time I folded it up and I put it under something that meant a lot to me. And I would say to myself and the universe, when someone came along, I would go through what I wanted. Okay, is that a bit, you know, and one thing didn't tick off. I'm not saying everything ticked off. I'm just saying one important thing that kind of irked me, um, whether it be overseas or, you know, uh, doesn't 
give enough or I don't mean enough or not give in a way that I need. Um, so these people, are quite a, three people showed up in my life after I did this and I was like, no, no, no. Because all of the things that um, I needed, they did not, were not forthcoming. So that was the universe testing me to see whether I was serious or not. Um, and when my girlfriend did come along, I kind of gave her hell. You know, our first date was um, all about my boundaries, which is, you know, I look back and think, oh, well, that was a bit selfish. I've calmed down now. Um, but I had to know that, you know, I was going to be safe and, you know, looked after and all of the things that I wanted because I'd been an overgiver before. I just couldn't do what I'd done previously, which was just allow someone to walk all over me and go, oh, well, that's not me, but it was against what I needed. But I gave anyway. Um, and I was just not prepared to do that anymore. So the relationship I'm in now and what I believe a healthy relationship is, is clear communication where you are both accountable, where you are both willing to be vulnerable. And I will do a podcast on vulnerability next week. Uh, a relationship where you are both open and honest, but in that honesty, you are safe that it is calm, and I I was determined to have a calm, peaceful, lesbian relationship, which is what I'm in right now. So for all the girls out there that are listening that are lesbians, and you think that drama is part of a lesbian relationship, it doesn't have to be. If you want it to be, then go right ahead. That's exactly what you'll get. But... It does not have to be. I cannot. I grew up in a house full of drama and toxic arguing and abuse and I will not stand for it in my relationships anymore. And obviously, you know, from what you've just heard, um, I lived it in my queer relationships as well. So the relationship I've got now is very calm, is very peaceful. We are playful with each other. We are honest, we are vulnerable with each other and we are also really supportive of each other. So instead of that 15 times a day thing happening, what happens is I allow we allow each other to go to work and we might pop in and say hello, you know, if we can during the day, but it's okay if it doesn't happen. Because I understand the pressures of my girlfriend's job and she respects my job. And we are fully trusting that each other is going to, you know, contact one another at some point or I will clearly state because I'm on shift work, hey babe, I finish at 8 o'clock, I'll give you a buzz on the way home. And we will quite often um, do that and then FaceTime once I'm at home. There's a trust there that you don't have to be in their pocket 24-7 
And if you find yourself messaging someone um, 24 times a day, you need to work on yourself. You need to cut that shit out, stop being so insecure and trust that your partner is just going along with life. And fuck, if they're going to cheat on you, man, you'll find out soon enough. But if you get clingy, that's not going to work. People will, It drives people away. It's not okay to be clingy on any level. So the next thing stops you from seeing family and friends. So the flip side of that, the healthy side, what that looks like is you're supportive. Now, if you don't have a healthy family environment, you have to negotiate your way through that and respect each other's choices. But that's what a healthy relationship will do. It will respect, oh, yeah, I don't see my family because they're toxic. And you may have had a few altercations as a couple with your in your relationship with your family. And then you, if you choose to step away from that, then you've come to that decision together. What I have at this point is I have someone who is very involved with their family is very attached, not attached, but deeply loves their family and encourages me to be around my family too. And it's not live in the pockets of family. This is a healthy thing. There's an event, there's a birthday, there's Christmas, there's whatever. Let's get together. And my girlfriend encourages me to socialise with my family. That's the healthy side of the abusive side. There's there's a mirror image of both of these. Not yeah, mirror image opposite, maybe. So if you you were in a relationship where they stop you from seeing your friends, or you are dating someone who is discouraging you, I uh, think real careful about that, because that's that's a sign of um, domestic violence. It's it's the first thing they do to get control of you and your head. And once they're in your head, you're going to have a real fucking hard time getting them out of there. So then we've got the third thing. I'm not going to, there's, there's about 30 different things I can talk about. I'm only going to talk about three today. So the third thing I talked about was when they call you names. You know, you're stupid, you're dirty, you're greedy, you're lazy, useless. Um, and we, every time they do something like this, we give an excuse and I had a situation where I'd eaten the end of a snack or something and I got ripped into, it went on for weeks. Um, I got belittled and I ended up curling, being in a fetal position on the bed, uh, being called fat, greedy, lazy and useless. Um, and that wasn't the case at all. I was just fucking hungry. I hadn't eaten all day. Uh, it was four o'clock in the afternoon there, the snack was there. We're in the middle of something, and I thought that's something quick I can eat. I'll just grab it now, and that's why I changed my behaviour. And this is what you do in an abusive relationship. You change your behaviour to make them happy. The thing is, nothing you do will ever make the bastards happy. It's as really is as simple as that. And the thing is, in a healthy relationship. While I'm not talking about hurting the other person, 
it won't matter. And what do I mean by that? The person in a healthy relationship that you are uh, in love with will encourage you. Yes, they will be honest with you. Hey, babe, you hurt me here. Or I wish you hadn't have said that. Or, you know, um, that they will be honest with their feelings about how, how they felt in a certain situation. But they will also be super encouraging. God, I'm so proud of you. I really love you, you know. I'm so proud of you for, you know, doing this or this and this and this and this. Um, that's what a healthy relationship looks like. So, sorry, just had some coffee. So let's go through it again. But just as in closing, if you find yourself dating someone who is messaging you 15 times a day or making you accountable for your behaviour. Um, I remember being in a long-distance relationship with someone and I had just, I, I was working, I was overworking. I fell asleep on the lounge and thought, oh, you know, I'll just go to bed because I was just rat shit. And um, I woke up the next morning to 15 missed calls. Um, you know, like, where are you? And, and you know, that person sort of went, well, you know, like, I thought you'd gone out or something. And I said, uh, no, like, hello. <laughs> um, and that, that was a red flag that I should have noticed and I should have broken it off there and then. And I didn't. I ended up going and moving up to that state and it fell apart within 16 months. Uh, actually, it was less than that, less than 12 months. Um, you've got to know the red sign, red flags and it, listen to them. 15 times a day, they're clingy, they're needy, um, and it's not healthy. When they stop you from seeing your friends and family, that is coercive control. And they have no right to do that. You have a right to see your friends and family. When they start calling you derogatory names. And they belittle you in front of their friends and family. If they stonewall you. None of that is healthy behaviour. None of it is. If they have expectations of you, but they don't do that themselves, that is coercive control. Do not go there. Save yourself a whole heap of pain and break it off now and walk away. What's the healthy side of what I've just said? If someone that you're dating... Uh, is upset with you, they will be open and honest with you. They will always say that you're the best thing that's ever happened to them. No, they won't. They won't always say that, but they treat you like that in front of your friends and family. They are respectful of you in front of friends and family. They won't cut you off from friends and family. Uh, and you can always negotiate and have an agreement around 
friends and family because it is a rabbit warren of emotions. Uh, they will not call you names. They will encourage you and they will say you are beautiful and that you're the best thing that's ever happened to them and that they love you deeply and they will treat you. Their actions match their words. So that's my 10th episode of Breakfast with Izzy. Thank you for joining me and it's been a pleasure to speak with you once again. Bye everyone. If you would like to have a coaching session with me, email me at barefootcoach at yahoo.com. Follow me on Facebook, Barefoot Warrior Coaching. And on Instagram, I'm the Barefoot Warrior 69. I look forward to working with you.